0: Welcome to the Corner of Truth and Courage, hosted by Tom and Tyler. Over the next few days, we will examine instances where our government exceeds its constitutional limits through its policies. If we passively observe without taking action, we risk losing our freedoms. The first area under attack is our freedom of speech. We see individuals facing job loss and other forms of harassment merely for expressing their opinions particularly deeply rooted religious beliefs. We are instructed to follow the science when the government aims to impose restrictions on our lives, even in cases where the scientific consensus is not definitive. However, when the government tries to enforce ideas contradicting well-established scientific principles, science is totally disregarded. It is now crucial for us to step up and make our voices heard.
1: Welcome back to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. Today, I have a special guest with us on the program, and his name is Brian Festa. Festa. Uh, Brian is a, I guess you're one of the founders of We the Patriots. You're an, an, an attorney. Your organization is taking a stand against some of the violations that's going on in our nation against our constitutional rights rights here in the United States. We don't have a king. We don't have a a monarchy. What we have is a constitutional republic. We use democratic processes. But what we have is a republic. And our nation has been drifting away from the constitutional powers, or rather some powers have been given that weren't uh, given by our constitution. And you're organization, your movement, We the People, We the Patriots, sorry, USA, is fighting to restore
2: them. So, Brian, uh, speak to us. Tell us about what you all stand for. Well, thanks for having me on, Tom. It's great to be here. Yeah, I'll tell you a little bit about the organization. We, uh, we started back in uh, July, July 4th of 2020. That was no mistake if you remember what was going on in the country in the summer of 2020 we were in a lot of turmoil with the george floyd situation and then also we had um lockdowns of course going on uh, masking going on everywhere it was just it was an absolute nightmare it was unlike anything my business partner and i had ever seen my business partner is don jolly uh, she is a navy veteran and uh, has been you know fighting in the medical freedom arena for over two decades now Um, I joined her fighting for medical freedom when my son was very seriously vaccine-injured back in uh, 2012, actually, is when when, when we first started noticing that he was harmed by a flu shot. And there's a whole other story there, but I got involved in medical freedom. That's how I met her. We initially formed something called the Connecticut Freedom Alliance, which was a, a political lobbying organization back in Connecticut where we started. But in July of 2020, we realized the, the problems going on in this country, what we're facing right now is way greater than Connecticut or the Northeast. It's really even greater than the United States. The, the forces of darkness and it's a global problem and, you know, fighting evil and fighting Satan. But we said, okay, well, we need to do this on a national level at the very least. This can't be something we're just going to res- restrict ourselves to one state or something. That's not really going to accomplish a whole lot. I mean, yeah, we can get things done here and that's wonderful, But there's people out there that are just, you know, crying out for help from every corner of this country, and we want to be able to help them. You know, I have the ability to assist them. Um, I am an attorney. I can't practice in every state, but I know attorneys all throughout the country. I have a vast network. Our our network is much larger now than it was then, but even still, um, I knew I had resources to be able to connect people with attorneys uh, to be able to, you know, fundraise. I was connected with a lot of people in medical freedom. So uh, there was an ability there to help people. And I, and, and, you know, I can't stand before my creator uh, when it's all said and done and answer the question, why didn't you do anything? You know, I gave you talents. I gave you skills. Why didn't you do anything to help people? Um, I, I won't have an answer for that question if I don't do anything, right? And even aside from that, obviously, that's the most important is what we have to answer to God for. But secondarily how could I look my kids or my grandkids in the eye someday and say that I did nothing? The world was on fire. You could have helped people. You could have tried to stop it, and you didn't do anything. Um, I, I couldn't live. That's, that's not who I am, all right? Well, so, it kind
1: of reminds me of the great quote, uh, quote from Edmund Burke, all that's necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. And yep. here at Fortress of Faith, we have a large group of listeners who are very concerned about what's going on, the very things that you're talking about. Um, man, you know, we, we see, we're we're watching what the news, we're watching what's developing in our local communities and our schools and the things that, uh, the nonsense that's going on. I call it the reprobate mind syndrome that God warned us that, that this would be a punishment, this would be a judgment, you know, that he's going to give you up to a reprobate mind. If you continue in your lawlessness and your rebellion against me, that's you know where we're moving. We now live in a day where we can't say, well, uh, what a woman is. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it crazy that a Supreme Court nominee couldn't answer that question? Can you tell us what a woman is? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm know. not
2: a biologist, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like we're not
2: asking that you. You know, we're
1: just hey, just a common
2: sense question here. And well, so they we go see back this- and read their read their Bibles, Tom. Anyone who 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 who's, who's surprised. Or or doesn't believe that God's not going to tolerate it, needs to go and read about Sodom and Gomorrah, needs to go and read about, you know, uh, places like, you know, Nineveh and and other places that, um, you know, listen, God has great mercy and he saves people too. All right? But there's a limit, okay? And he's also a just God. You know, when what we saw, you know, I used the example of Sodom and Gomorrah. Nineveh is probably not a great example because he wanted them to be saved, right? But Jonah didn't want to save him. <laughs> Yeah. Um, God wanted to save him, but God, Jonah didn't want to. He's like, no, they don't deserve saving, right? Yeah. But God yeah. decides who deserves saving. Um, but, but Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, that was destroyed. And I don't see us as being so much better than that uh, civilization, that society. I see us, you know, just as bad, if not in some ways worse. I mean all this transgender stuff, uh, inflicting it on children. I mean, yeah, they were sleeping with everyone, but they weren't mutilating children and making a boy a girl and a girl a boy. I think we're worse, Tom.
1: Yeah, yeah. We are in dark times here, and if there's ever time for God's people to stand up, and let's be clear, government is an institution of God. And so when people say out there that, uh, well, You Christians, you church, you preachers, you have no right to be talking about political things. Huh? Hang on, hold on a second there. Government is a servant that God created. Okay, so it's under God. Okay, and he gave rules in how it's supposed to operate. And it's not been operating that way. God has given us a standard of laws and righteousness for government to abide by. We have kicked that to the curb. That's why it's not working. Let me just read something. Now, founders knew this and, uh, and, and they realized this. John Adams says our constitution was made for only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate for the governing of any other kind. And so, you know, we, you take God out and the Bible out, our legal system doesn't work properly. That's why we're having troubles and why we're having problems and why we need organizations like yours and Christians to stand up to be the salt and light that God called them to be. So many people look at salt and light in those passages in in, uh, Matthew just for evangelism. Oh, well, that's taking the gospel to the lost people. Well, yeah, there's truth there, but it's not solely pertaining to that. Salt and light is standing for righteousness. When evil shows up in your community, be salt and light. Be the light to reveal, expose it. Salt preserves, it cleanses. And, and we, so we need to be the voice of God's righteousness in our communities. And if we fail to do it, then evil will abound. Like Edmund Burke has said, all that's necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. And so we've got a great host of people who listen to this program and they want guidance. They want to know, what can I do? What you can do is help organizations like We the Patriots in helping them take the fight, because a lot of this fight needs to be fought in the courts. Our courts have been used against us to violate the constitutional rights that we were given. One of them is the Second Amendment, and that's another issue. You know, about being infringing our Second Amendment rights. Well they have passed laws left, right, and center and have done just exactly that, uh infringe the rights to bear arms. But if you don't if you don't have the Second Amendment, you can't protect the First Amendment. And that's the right to to speech. And my friends up in Canada have been losing that battle. And it's it's sad to see the limitations of their speech up there in Canada. We consider them a free nation, and they have laws similar to ours, but they don't have the First Amendment, and we're going to lose our our strength there. Uh, Brian, give us, you know, we've got about a few minutes left in this um, uh, broadcast here. What do you do to take that fight? I mean, what does your organization do to fight the fight?
2: Well, I love what I just want to, before I answer that directly, I just want to piggyback off what you were saying about salt and light and we are we all do have different gifts you know as as uh, saint paul tells us in in romans 12 right we're one body but we each have different gifts and actually one of the things that he that he mentions there is is uh, is giving you know if 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 giving <laughs> is your gift then 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 you should give it right so um you know we can all contribute in different ways um, all of us have different talents um, and, and and treasures, and we need to use them for the greater glory of God. So, my organization uh, files litigation all throughout the United States in defense of individual liberties and constitutional rights, which, as you correctly noted, Tom, are endowed to us by our Creator. They are given to us from by God. Okay, we don't get them from that piece of paper uh, in the Smithsonian. It's not. We don't get them from the Constitution. We get them from God. They're just recorded in the Constitution. And we defend them because that document is being trampled on left and right, just like the Bible's being trampled on. Okay, as you can see in our public schools, and you are starting to get into that, all the crazy things that are going on in this country right now, we fight against critical race theory. We fight against transgender ideology uh, and sexual immorality being taught to our children in the schools. We fight in defense of the Second Amendment. Okay, we fight uh, in defense of free speech. Uh, fighting against censorship. We fight in defense of medical freedom, religious freedom. We saw all the mandates that happened, I I mentioned, in 2020, but also 2021, 2022. And even still, to this day, we're getting calls for people that are being forced to receive, uh, whether it's a shot or other medical treatments against their will by their employer, uh, by a college institution. um, You know, all across the country, people are still suffering. It's ridiculous. We're over three years Uh, beyond uh, COVID, Biden, who who thinks he's the almighty or something, has declared the state of emergency over. And still we have people, we have institutions, employers, corporations, forcing this on their employees. It's just absolutely ridiculous. So medical freedom, religious freedom, everywhere and anywhere that any of your rights are being trampled on, you can call us. The Bill of Rights especially is what we focus on, but we also uh, protect things like parental rights, parental freedoms, Okay, because states like California now, I don't know if you just saw this this latest bill that was proposed, but they're trying to tell uh, a child as young as, uh, you know, 12 that, you know, they can go live apart from their family. They can be placed in a group home now. If they say my parents aren't affirming my gender choice, they can actually tell the school counselor and say, I want to be placed in a residential facility. I don't want to live at home anymore. And they can do that without the parents consent. That's what they're trying to pass. It's not passed yet, but that's the bill that was just proposed in California.
1: You hear these things and it just blows your mind that it's going on. And we need organizations like yours to take a stand. And uh, listeners, thank you for joining us here today. We'll be back again tomorrow at the corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.